Hi, design enthusiast, it's Laura here. Just wanted to start off this episode and let you know that we've created a freebie for you. Yes, we have, and it is in the show notes. Our number one episode downloaded since it came out is the welcome guide. And with that constantly being number one and trying to be appreciative of everyone and their kind words and how lovely they have been and how welcoming and how encouraging they've been. We created a template here at Thornton Design with our welcome guide. And now we have made it that you can use that too. So there are two parts to the download. One is a template and the other one is a PDF that just shows you all the places I need you to implement your brand colors, your photos, your verbiage, and that way you can get started sending out this welcome guide to your future clients as soon as possible. So I hope you enjoy it. I hope that you find this helpful in your business. And if you have any feedback, we love to get that feedback. So please go ahead and send that to us. Otherwise, let's get started with this episode of The Business of Beautiful Spaces. Welcome to the Business of Beautiful Spaces. I'm your host, Laura Thornton, Principal of Thornton Design. I'm beyond thrilled to bring you this podcast where I am going to share over 25 years of experience in the interior design industry. As an experienced interior designer, I understand the challenges of running a successful business while also creating beautiful and functional spaces for our clients. Throughout my career, I've worked closely with trades and other professionals to bring my clients' vision to life. And along the way, I've learned a thing or two about balancing that creativity and practicality while running a business. In this podcast, I aim to share my knowledge, my insight with you, other designers, covering all the aspects of the interior design industry, from the creative process to the business side of things, from selecting the right materials to managing budgets and timelines. I am going to share all the tips and tricks that I have learned over the years to help you run a successful interior design business. Whether you're a seasoned professional or just starting out in this industry, this podcast will be for you. I'm looking forward to sharing my experience with you, answering your questions, and helping you navigate the exciting world of interior design. So let's get started on the business of beautiful spaces and explore the art of creating beautiful and functional spaces while running a successful business. Hi there, fabulous designers and design aficionados. Welcome back to the business of beautiful spaces. I'm your host, Laura Thornton. And today let's talk about something that is on everyone's mind back to school. Okay, wait, before you hit skip, hear me out. This isn't just for the kiddos. It's for us grownups too. So let's grab our pumpkin spice lattes and let's dive in. I like to call this one the rebirth of back to school because it's September. Leaves are starting to change. The air is certainly crisp in the morning and the kiddos are finally, finally, finally back in school. So let's get real. Back to school is not just about the kids. It's like a second New Year's for all of us adults. I always found it was a time for new plans, new goals, and most importantly, new clients. I always knew that the first week that I sent my kids back to school after long summer days of everybody being in at home, I was going to get a plethora of phone calls that first week, whether it be, I shouldn't just say phone calls. It might also have been email or a DM or back in the day text when I allowed people to text me and everybody wanted something before the holidays. And then I had to all of a sudden pick and choose who I wanted to work with because I couldn't do it all. And, you know, those were great times. But after COVID, everyone was locked down in their homes. And so I'm not sure now coming into September if this is going to happen again. I'm excited to see. I can't wait to to see if that does happen because for 20 years, that was always precedent where September meant 
uh, new projects, new jobs, and everybody was all of a sudden in a rush to have everything done for the holiday season. So this I thought would be a great way to do a reminder of how do our clients know we still exist? Because everyone did projects over COVID. Everybody was hating their house and wanted something done. And we were all running on empty because we were so busy. So that said, think about this. The summer was great. It was also a blur because everyone was on vacation and barbecues and oh my God, mom, I'm bored. How many times did you hear that? (laughs) So now kids are occupied. It's time for us to get back into the groove and let's remind our clients that we still exist and we're as fabulous as ever. So how do we reach out to past clients to say, hey, we're still here. Like, don't forget about us and the holidays are coming and everybody wants their house ready to be able to entertain. So How do we jog our clients' memories without resorting to like skywriting our names or doing something silly? Um, Listen, I always think that personalized notes go a long way. A handwritten note never goes out of style. Personal, it's personal and it shows that you care. Here at my office at Thornton Design Studio, we had black cards embossed. They're really heavy cardstock. I had them all hand done. They're they're quite beautiful. And we do do those when we have met with somebody um, consultation. I do send a handwritten note back saying, thank you so much. It was a lovely to meet you. Um, I always think that that adds a layer to our who we are and our brand. Not that, not that we're a brand. I hate that verbiage, but it does set a tone for how we like to treat our clients. And if somebody has... Uh, recommended us or has referred us to a client and has come out with a project. I always send clients these cards with a gift card or something like a Starbucks gift card, something as a thank you for the referral. And I handwrite these with gold pen. So a note like that, you don't have to go that far to get them all hand embossed, but I find that having it personalized with our logo and handwriting, just wanted to drop you a line. We were thinking about you and, or if I know it's been a year or two around the anniversary of closing a project, I'll send that to hope you're still enjoying your lovely kitchen or bathroom or whatever it was that we've done. So I found that the buying these notes have been really handy. And at a time in September, it's not a bad time to send that note. Hope you're enjoying the peace and quiet of your home. Now that the kids are back to school, thinking of you, the team at Thornton design or whatever your business, name is. So I feel like that is a really elevated way to remind people that you exist. There is nothing wrong with the phone call. I know on this day and age, a lot of people don't answer the phone um, or they'll think something is terribly wrong if you call instead of texting. But I don't think there's anything wrong with that as long as it's during business hours, not at dinner time, not at any crazy time that people are trying to get their kids out to school. And we can also do a client appreciation event if you have a space or if you have um, somewhere that you can rent at a very reasonable rate. You could have a small host get together. It's a win-win. A couple bottles of wine, maybe some champagne. Come in, see our space. We, you know, would love to have you in, and we'll give you a bit of free advice or something along that line with your team or yourself. And again, you get that reminder that hey, oh yeah, Thornton Design or Jane Smith. I forgot that we might want to do X Y Z. So you are getting your name back coming into their brain and out hopefully out of their mouth and right onto the phone with you. So another way to reach out to past clients, which seems like an easy one is social media, your digital megaphone (laughs) that I know is like an elephant in the room, social media, but it's not just for sharing like cat videos and memes with your sister. It's uh, can you tell I do that with my sister? It's a powerful tool for reminding your clients exist. So here at Thorn Design, every Monday, I do a coffee chat with um, questions that have come in. I ask people to send in photos. I ask people to send in anything they want questions. And I answer a couple of them every Monday morning. It takes me five to seven minutes. 
That's it. I look them over real quick. I give some education to the question. I give some people some insight. And I started it almost two years ago. And the first six months, I was like, why am I doing this again? Because nothing came out of it, except for then it turned around. I gained clients from it. And also, wait for it, six figures. I have been doing my analytics and we made over six figures on projects and things from clients who heard me talking and called me and said, you know, I watched you on the, on the live this morning and you know, you were talking about carpets and we didn't do those carpets on my stairs when we were doing my reno because the kids were young and we had the dog, but the dogs died and the kids are older and I want to do the, all the, all the staircases. And so you're like, okay. And there you go. Like it might not be full projects, but it's definitely bringing income into your business. So another way to get your face out there, I know it's hard. Trust me. I hate it. I was never good at it. I don't like it. You get better at it as you do it. But the reality is no one knows you're uncomfortable. So maybe give that a try. Get out there. Use your face. They get to hear your voice. It resonates. And then on Monday, I do Monday because I want it top of mind. And then maybe Monday through Friday, at some point, they'll be like, yes, I need to call Laura and her team. Or yes, I need to call Jane Smith. So definitely try your social media route. I know it's hard. Like I said, I get it. Like I who like why people want to hear me talk I don't know um but I do it a lot and I'm a fast talker and so if you need to do it fast get used to it who cares nobody knows just make it happen you'd be surprised what comes out and stick to it just keep on doing it because I was about to stop and I was about to because I hated it so much and then all of a sudden I was like oh okay I'm seeing where this is going and when you're bringing in a few extra dollars into your business you're not going to mind so much I promise so try that Instagram stories, you can have it automatically populate and post over to your Facebook. So you're not having to do it twice. You can have it automatically there. And then that way, again, your face is a little bit familiar. Now, LinkedIn, I think that is um, a tool that everybody should be down to exploring because it is probably the most underutilized space um, for clients. And I'm guilty of that myself. So that is my goal moving into 2024 is to do more on the LinkedIn situation, because I do feel like that is where my ideal client lives. And so I need to be focused more there too. But I do think that there's a lot to be said about getting your LinkedIn updates. Um, obviously, you need to be a little bit more professional there, I feel like, but it's perfect for sharing all your latest achievements, all industry news, you can just talk about latest trends, it doesn't even need to be that you're answering anybody's questions. But as long as you're educating people, they're engaged. I think that that is the key, not just talking just to talk. So um, be consistent in branding across all your platforms and use your logo, use your colors, and the tone should be unmistakably you. So that way it doesn't feel like a disconnect if they go over from LinkedIn into Instagram and all of a sudden you're like a crazy wild woman, woo, having that kind of chat versus super professional over in, <laughs> in LinkedIn. You get my point. I'm being a little bit silly, but you get my point. So let's move on to the power of an email. You know, that humble email, often overlooked, incredibly effective. Send out something seasonal, like a newsletter, or a little blog with tips and trips for the trips. How about you don't trip? And how about you send tips and tricks um, for the fall? So I always like to send hey, it's a reminder to replace the batteries and those fire detectors or hey, make sure you're checking your fire extinguishers for expiry dates. Maybe even add a little new cozy throw for the sofa information or, you know, some tips and tricks on how you can change out your decor for fall, what flowers might you might want to be incorporating, things like that. Keep it short, keep it sweet. Um, but obviously let them opt out of not getting it. But I think it's kind of fun when it's something that 
is again, unmistakably you like people will get that. Of course, Laura is sending that out to me. Of course, Jane has sent because you know, she's so thoughtful or <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying I'm so thoughtful. I'm just saying like, that would be what maybe somebody would say about that makes sense that this is what you've included into your tips and tricks for the fall email. So some additional things that you might want to do is add into that is a deadline alert. Like, we all have deadlines knowing when our cutoffs are for the holiday. So you might want to say, you know, if you were thinking about those new dining room chairs, just know this is the deadline for um, our cutoff at our furniture manufacturer to be able to get those to you. So if you want to customize that uh, material, please reach out to us by this day because we have to order by this day. So spell out the dates. Obviously, here's my next little tip. You need to back that up three or four days because what always happens is they call you at four o'clock on the Friday of the deadline. And now you've got an hour to try and make it happen, get a quote, like it's not going to happen. So give your, do yourself a favor, back it up a few more days so that it gives you that deadline of people um, not waiting until the absolute last minute to be, <laughs> to be ordering. Cause we know we're all guilty of doing that. Um, so additional tips that might, be able to work for you is you could offer a referral program. So incentives to clients who refer new business. If you have regular clients who are, you know, I, like I said, I, if I even just get a consultation, I will send uh, a gift card from Starbucks or I know their favorite restaurant or something along that line, or even just flowers. I'll send flowers or um, we have a company here in Toronto called Craig's Cookies. I will send, like if they have little kids, I'll send a dozen cookies instead. Like you kind of know your clients, so know what they like. Um, and then, you know, you could also do, I don't think you have, I'm not a big fan of discounting any of our services, but what I have done and would do is any, you know, any referrals and or any, excuse me, referrals we just talked about. If I did anything like that, I would say for all of my past clients, we are doing a promotion. We're giving you 10% off all custom furniture. Nobody knows how much the custom furniture is. You can price it accordingly, but you could pass on 10% to them, which sometimes is incentive, especially at Christmas time uh, or excuse me, any holiday time. They might be like, oh, well, you know, I could save. Okay, maybe let's do it. Let's pull that trigger. Um, so if you are trying to fill that pipeline or, uh, or fill that up just so that you can have a, a lot of business in certain months of the year, especially at the holidays when it is expensive, you might want to do something like that, but you need to get on it right away because those deadlines are coming up really, really quickly. So that could also be referred to as a limited time promotion. So you got to create that sense of urgency with the fall discounts so that that way your December bills are all paid and quite full. And you've hopefully walked away at the end of the year with um, the plus sign in your bank account. <laughs> any collaborations with any local businesses for cross promotions? If you uh, do any extra decorating services for the Christmas or the holiday times, you might want to coordinate so that they um, can, your clients can get a discount and or if you use flowers or anything along that line, you can cross promote. But that way, by getting these emails out to them, again, it's like, aha, right, that I got to call my the designer, or I got it. This way, you're top of mind. And again, September, all of a sudden is that aha moment where people are trying to get things on their to do list done, and you might be able to take some of that off that list for them. So there you have it. Back to school is not just for the youngins. It's a season of rebirth, I feel, for all of us. So let's seize the day, remind our clients that we are still fabulous, and fill our pipelines for autumn, the new year, and the fast approaching 2024. If you love this episode, please don't forget to share it with your designers, friends. Please go on to Apple or Spotify or wherever you're listening and give us um, whatever you think we deserve for some stars, but we would love some love. And until next time, keep making the world a more beautiful place. Thanks for listening. Bye for now. <laughs>